What's up, ADL fans? We're here, 3.30. What's up, Dave Cribs? We're back, man. We're back. We're back. I like that jacket, brother. Thank you. They're, they're talk, thinking about uh, selling these uh, in the men's section soon. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love we'll see it. see how it goes. I, I like it, man. I like Thank it. You. Thank you. Know, you know, it's kind of like it. a... Uh, kind of like you know in a legit way like that that look that we that we kind of grew up on in the uh, miami vice era is coming Thank back you. it is okay all yeah, right no, no, it really is almost took that the wrong way so no, no, said no. it was coming back yeah, maybe coming maybe back, yeah. you know maybe it's called crockett told me so his <laughs> <laughs> name crockett crockett and tubs that's awesome we're like crockett and tubs today man you know what i'm saying yeah and uh 30 minutes show today guys a couple of announcements man just uh some new stuff happening um so beginning of december we you know we wanted to shake some things up a little bit you know we've been doing this for a long time and um we always we want to stay fresh and we want to stay um you know we want to we want to continue to bring content i think today's audience you know would appreciate a 30 minute show versus an hour we've been talking about this for a while and so we're going to kick we're going to kick off the today a 30 minute show but starting the first week in december we only have 26 minutes left yeah okay. we only have like 26 <laughs> minutes but we have some hey let me tell you something we have like in 30 minutes we've got like three hours worth of guests like meaning yes, quality do. wise absolutely but let me say this and then i want you to get your your comment on this sure so um the first week in december so today's show next week's show every 30 you know next week's thanksgiving there won't be a show but today's show 30 minutes and then the first week of december we're not only going to be doing the 30 minute show but we're going to move to a new slot and so we kind of uh, we're rebranding ourselves. We got some new, a little bit of new logos and stuff coming out. But Auto Dealer Live is going to be at noon, twelve to twelve thirty on Thursdays. We've held this three thirty slot for a long time. Eight years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> eight, eight, eight years. <laughs> Absolutely. Like that. Yeah. So, so what do you think about that, man? I, I think lunchtime. <clears throat> it sounds like I'm not going to be able to eat. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> hey, we're I mean, eating. I don't know. We're eating on air. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's great. I think it's great. You know, one of the cool things about Auto Dealer Live from from its inception is that, you know, everything was we we're always kind of out ahead of certain things. And I just feel like this is a step in the right direction. I mean, look at the set. It's amazing looking. Uh, wow. It's just super cool looking. And uh, now to go to this this new time zone or time, uh, time zone. Yeah, time zone. New, we're going to a new we're gonna time do the zone. show in California. <laughs> <laughs> so we are. But to go to this new time slot, you know, right at lunch, hopefully that gives you know, more people an opportunity to tune in, number one. Uh, but number two, obviously, this just the shorter set um, should allow us to give a, a big, you know, power punch right well, there for 30 minutes and then I almost feel like this should be you that says this because you're the you're the comedian and this but this may not be funny other on the other hand so but uh you know it's Thanksgiving next week so we're going to eat you know what I mean yeah. we're going to you know you typically put on a couple of pounds and and so not only are we moving to a new time slot which is lunch so it's auto dealer live for lunch right auto dealer live and lunch live and lunch but here's the thing mm -hmm. it's kind of like a light lunch because it's 30 minutes that's pretty funny. Oh, that is pretty funny. I mean, you it, could also say it's, it's, I, mean, I thought about that earlier. I've been yeah. sitting on it. The caveat, or, the caveat in what Cribs said is we're moving to a new time zone. Mm -hmm. We are going to actually Pacific Standard, so we're still going to be 330. <laughs> 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 All right. Or light lunch, it could mean that our content sucks. It's a light <laughs> yes. lunch. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that you just got a small morsel of content. We're low calorie, like, low you know, carb. You know, I'm still hungry. After listening to all the deal live, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm still, still, still hungry. They were a little light today on the uh, good stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, hey, today today we're we're gonna we're gonna bring the heavy the heavy D and Let's the boys. Do it. Let's do it. Um, we've got. I already saw the names. They're amazing. Yes, sir, man. Um, you know we have the uh, coming on here in just a minute. Literally, CEO of uh, Flex Dealer. You know him from obviously Dealer Playbook as well, and um, just a great guy. 
north of our border. But you know what? He's uh, he's he's one of us for sure. And we got Mike uh, Michael Cirillo uh, coming on, and then we've got you know uh, internet sales manager at the Capital Chevrolet Mega Store there in Austin. That store is blowing it up, and Josh uh, Mitchell is going to be on with him, and they're going to be talking about something that uh, you know Mike Mike kind of. Uh, you know, uh, brought up with them, and that's uh, maximizing on internet leads and turning them into dollars. You know, yeah, yeah, and sort of the you know what's happened uh, when we when this pandemic first came came about. You know, the shift and the pivots that had to be made, and now there's a lot of dealers that have embraced that, and now we're seeing stats that would probably would have shocked dealers a few years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, but now we're seeing you know consumer activity really changing in practices and processes. We've got some leaders in that area. We're going to reference here in the interview, um, as well as kind of just asking yourselves the question as a dealer. You know, am I am I in that group? Am I in that group that has successfully either pivoted or am prepared for what's also right around the corner? I mean, you know, if you listen to the news in the last couple of days, we're in a resurgence. Um, now we're going to have a you know a change of command, if you will. Um, th- there could be times ahead where we're more rely we're relying on this online process even heavier. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and it's interesting because uh, the first, yeah, and you're speaking of some of the states that are, you know, kind of reverting back to some, you know, some semi shutdowns. Sure. Some, you know, and we talked to a dealer in Kentucky yesterday that um, said, you know, we, we're not even sure. And of course, this is one state, one dealer, and again, some unsurety there, but, you know, um, we're not even sure if our service department is going to be able to be open. And so, you know, it might it might affect the industry differently because records yeah. were broken <clears throat> because of the shutdowns the original time and and by the way I mean we're not bringing doom and gloom no, and so forth at all. At, at all because there's a lot of dealers out there in the auto industry as a whole absolutely killed it during that time there were strong adjustments but this may this may affect people differently and so you know the digital retailing space is is going to be huge and what we do with this I really feel like that you know um, this whole year and Dave is really no different going into the end of this year to capture the momentum of what 2021 can be I I really feel like somebody could 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 start now you know in 2021 it's almost like now you know this is it's not it's not a month and a half from now yeah and even if we experience another resurgence or some additional uh you know tight things in certain areas of the country mm-hmm. um we saw how quickly things you know not only bounce back but we know this time around there's there's a pretty close end uh, from from what all indicators show <clears throat> but here's the thing is that what's important about this this uh, discussion today mm-hmm. is what came out of that. What stuck? Yeah. That, that's working yes. really well, uh, even though people are, you know, coming back out. Yeah, and I, yeah, absolutely. And you know, and, and when I think of that, that what you just said about what stuck, it's it's almost like instead, if you, the first thing your mind went to was was a strategy or you know a, 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 a vendor or a product or you know, I think that you're thinking at it wrong. I don't even know if Cribs meant it that way. What I I'm, I've been around him for a long time, and I think what I got out of that. You know, hearing Cribs said that is, you know, did did the fact that you need to be nimble stick. You know what I mean? Right, the, right, right. You know, you got to be nimble in this business. You got to be so, uh, you know, you got to be able to turn on a dime, and you have to realize that, you know, you have to be flexible enough by holding on to the core principles of this industry. You know, that what does the customer prefer? And 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 uh, you know, I, I we we work with, uh, and I know we have to get our guests, and we work with yeah. Campbell. 
Chrysler Dodge Jeep, one of the largest, one or two in the state of Arkansas. They're a 550 car store. And, you know, we, we work these Facebook events with them, done them for a long, long time, including all through COVID. And just this past time, past week, he, he said, look, I want to add something to our campaign where there's some concern where I want to make sure people know things are wiped down, you know, show some video clips of some people wearing masks and, you know, that we're a safe environment. Yeah. He wanted to implement that in there. So he's being proactive. And so, you know, so that he could ease customers' minds because some don't care or some aren't as concerned about it in certain ways, but some are. And he's he wants to be all things to all customers and make sure that everyone feels, you know, safe and so forth. So it's just being aware you know yeah yeah so i'll tell you what i think we probably should bring our guest on because we've yeah. probably got what three minutes left now we're in a 30 minute show yeah three so, and a half so three and a half yeah now we All got right, some so time but hey we got some heavy hitters uh right here with us today uh on the line with us and, and in studio here in just a moment you'll see him on your screen mr michael cirillo ceo of flex dealer uh, in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and we've got Josh Mitchell, Internet Sales Manager at Capital Chevrolet in Austin, Texas, a powerhouse Chevrolet dealer there. Uh, gentlemen, welcome to the show. Yeah. I have to say, I'm actually jealous of Michael's studio setup. That is, <laughs> looks like he, he looks like he's in like a like a bat cave or something like a cool <laughs> gentleman's cigar den. You know what I mean? Like he, he should be smoking a cigar right there, brother. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, wait. oh wait. we're missing audio. We're missing audio, on Michael. You, you mean you you mean you're you're envious of this brick wall when you're in that gorgeous uh, gorgeous <laughs> studio of yours? There? Dude, it's on, it's the, it's the vibe of your room. It just yeah. looks great. It just looks it it does look it looks very very uh, cool, man. Very cool. Vibes are right word. My, my my kids, my kids are my you know my they're kind of kids. They're freaking young adults. But my kids would be like, oh, that's that's a vibe, dad. That's a vibe right there. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's underground ADL right there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Love it. And Thanks we got we got Josh Mitchell. How are you, Josh? I'm doing great, guys. How are you all? Oh man, doing doing good, doing Fantastic. good. Can't think of two awesome. greater people to to bring on to this and and hey, diving right into this uh, this conversation. And that's what I want to do today. You know, you know, we're shifting some things up, and you know, we I really feel like that. You know, we're uh, we went through a season where you know, guys, and you were both podcasters and and people who've done a lot of things, and you know, we're we, we're just into some conversation. We want to become valuable more valuable in 2021 you know to the automotive audience and 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 so let's have some conversation today looking at um this digital space you know go to you first mike you know um interest in you know digital retail surged i mean that's that's the bottom line and i think the word surge might might come from you know uh, not necessarily a willingness i think this industry sometimes has the tendency from the retail blacktop side of being forced into change there's a few, you know, a few people that that are kind of trailblazers, but um, you know, the, the, typically it comes from a, I don't have a chance, I don't have a choice, but you know, it's it's surged as a result of this pandemic. What we come come through was 60% of buyers open to the idea, okay, of buying online. You know, I know you guys are you know talking about this a lot, Mike. I want to get your take on this and where you see you know, this industry going with regards to, you know, the online, uh, you know, uh, transaction and what 2021 looks like, you know, to, to the successful, you know, out front dealer. Mike, I'll go to you first. Yeah, great. I, I mean, first of all, and thanks for having me on, guys. This is, you got to understand, you're a staple in this industry and this, like, I got the jitters actually walking into the studio. So, so I'm excited about this. Well, we're um, happy you know, to have you on, man. Yeah, man. T to your question, we, we've been talking about this now in the industry for what, like five years? Oh, something's going to happen. We don't know what's going to be. Oh, uh, and we, we were trying to wrap our head around what's going to happen. And I think during that time as well, we were kind of like, 
wait, we're putting too much faith in tools and not enough in people, perhaps. What What is that going to look like? Mm-hmm. And to your point about adapting, there, there's a couple of tremendous things that I think have come out of 2020. First, we've realized how quickly en masse as, a, as an industry we can actually adapt when we're pushed into the deep end. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there is still a little bit where I think you know, we're, we're going to see dealers, some dealers, not not all, but we're going to see some dealers that put all of their faith in the tool and they're not going to work on what happens behind the tool. And so I think it's really important what we see into 2021 is, yes, absolutely, we need to be providing a flexible option for consumers to meet them where they're at. Like you said, David, like 60% increase or spike in interest in purchasing online. Um I think that validates that we can no longer ignore the need to adapt and move forward, hmm. right? Because that's always been part of the dialogue. But we also need to be very conscious that there's a human element to this. We, it, As a marketer, there's nothing worse than putting a message out into the ether that we cannot fulfill on when it comes to however we're going to fulfill the promises of buying online or having a car show up in your driveway. So we need to pay attention to that. Yeah, you, you know, Cribs, yeah, in Mike, I mean, he just, it, it's hard because we're used to more than 30 minutes and we're, but, you know, in, for the sake of, of keeping time, I want to yep. go to you, but I want to, I want to, Mike brought up a good point mm-hmm. with marketers. We've seen no shortage, you know, pre-COVID mm-hmm. of leads. It's, it's never been an opportunity problem. It's been an execution problem. I mean, it really has, right? It, it really has been an execution problem because now we can we can we can just write a check now and get leads. Mm-hmm. Where you know, uh, in times past, it was more of doing campaigns that you weren't sure what the return was going to be. But now you can buy physical leads and different things like that. And we have so much more means of uh, or methods of communicating with a consumer that we didn't have access to before. Um, but it really comes down to, and may, and there's an argument for another show as to has that weakened our sales force, but um, many will say, hey, uh, consumers just wanna buy differently anyway, right? We, we wanna make it smoother. We can take some of the sales out of it. Now that's, you know, who knows? But uh, one thing we do know is that not only were dealerships put in a position where we had to start figuring out things quicker when it came to an online uh, sales process mm-hmm. uh, through the pandemic, but so did consumers. Consumers were forced into a position where they were at home and they were getting online doing things maybe uh, that they hadn't done before. And now there is a new comfort level with doing things online. Let's go to Josh Mitchell and let's kind of mix those two ideas together. And the question will be, you know, Josh, with this movement towards online and doing more transactions, uh, you know, through uh, different means of communication, how do how, what would you give as, as maybe a tip or uh, maybe a way in a process that we can communicate with a customer because so much is lost when we're not face to face. Our inflections, our our voices, our just anything you know, our our looks, our mannerisms. How do we do that? How do we bring that and not lose that leverage uh, with a customer through an online sales process? Well, I think with um, with everything, I think it's one of those things where, for the most part, we all have generic processes which is the biggest problem with with most dealerships is that they have a pro- they don't have a process for every lead. And so they just have this generic one that they've just kind of set up with a CRM, they set it and forget it. And that's not the way that that you have to do it. You have to have processes for true car, you have to have processes. Everything's different. No lead is is the same. And so you have to do that differently. And then you have to add the the 
aspects of doing a Zoom call with a customer. Like I know that sounds like everybody's very, very comfortable with doing a Zoom call because um, we all have had to do them now for businesses. Um, and so doing a Zoom call with a customer to kind of go over the numbers, share your screen. And I know that's like freaks everybody out because maybe they'll see the gross or maybe they'll see this. Like we, we have to be transparent. And so numbers with the customer so they can see the way mm-hmm. um, but it's really the same way we're presenting numbers to a customer um, and it, they get to see the face so they get to know who they're dealing with um, and so the comfort level gets back we still like to do business with people yeah I mean people want to do business with people and so you can't lose that and think that our our new and improved you know digital online buying process is going to just do it for us there still has to be people involved in it and so using those tools that every business person is using now um, for the car buying process. Yeah, I, thank you, thank you, Josh. And go, going back to uh, to Mike, um, Michael, you know, dealers and vendors, Michael, are noticing the, the internet, you know, and it kind of goes hand in hand with what Josh was really just saying. You know, I think that maybe in the last, uh, this last part of the year, obviously we've had no choice in many uh, settings, you know, churches, everybody's, you know, going to Zoom and and going to that as far as their meetings. And so the closing ratios for internet leads have gone through the roof. They've been higher than really ever before, even, even when the response time has gone up. And, and so I want to ask Mike, you know, I mean, is it that possibly, because a couple of years ago, I mean, we even talked about this with you before, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, you know, uh, you know, we were like, well, people aren't going to necessarily want to, you know, do a lot of this transaction online. And this is going to be something where, you know, this, the showroom is always going to be necessary. And, and Josh hit it, you know, there's always going to be a need for, for obviously for people and for that human experience. But, you know, are we in a place and age now where, you know, consumers are just more comfortable, especially with video. And that's a big deal with video. They're comfortable in doing part of this transaction, you know, over, you know, while looking at someone on the screen. Is that just where we are? Is that why these closing ratios have gone up, in your opinion, as well? Has it been all COVID? Or do you, you know, what's your thoughts on that, Michael? Yeah, I think there's uh, there's a couple of factors, right? There's social economic factors. The fact that we, we got to a point during quarantine that we were so bored we were willing to talk to anybody. <laughs> Right. The the second thing that's the, the real positive thing of this, too, is in doing Zoom calls. We actually you remember years ago, you guys know this, like when when Internet first came out, one of the pitches was like, man, people can shop for cars in their underwear. Yeah. Now with Zoom, we're learning that that's actually the truth. And we're, we're able to see this. And I don't know if they realize we and can beyond see and beyond. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, to, to say widespread, are we there? I don't know. I mean, for example, my my and Lord bless her, my dear mother-in-law, who I love, uh, who still drives around Las Vegas and manually pays her bills at the, the Nordstrom and at the Macy's, who, who believes that if she doesn't sign out of her email account, that her emails will start floating out into ether. No, she, she's never going to buy a car online. But we've traditionally believed that the value, the, the people with money are generally in that age bracket. And so traditionally we spent a lot of our marketing dollars and a lot of our messaging geared towards them. But if you look at today and to your point, going back to that 60%, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the big things that we have to understand is that if we as a, as a industry, as dealers or retail outlets are focused on 
lifetime value and building lifetime relationships, we need to start paying more attention to this age group, this demographic, call it millennials or Gen Z or whatever we're, we're focused on now. We need to pay attention to them and realize that millennials, for example, are on their fourth, fifth, maybe even sixth vehicle purchase, and they're probably going to buy six or seven more. And guess what? We're more adaptable. We, we were in an age where we remember a typewriter, but we also learned how to use computers in school and we're more adaptable to whatever is happening online. And so for me, it's about having that process in place whereby we can speak to customers in a way that they want to. And you really do, um, you know, I'd love to hear uh, Josh's input on this from the, from the front lines, but I mean, we, we do kind of have to have a mixed bag where in store we can adapt to a customer that wants to text us we can we can you know have a conversation with someone that wants to do it over email or zoom or over the phone or in person and we really do kind of have to diversify uh our skill set and how we handle those various sources i loved what he was saying about um how we need to be cognizant of the different sources that we're marketing to and have a specific message and way of handling and i see i think sometimes at the ground level there is a disconnect in uh, marketing department does X, sales department or BDC doesn't know that that's actually <laughs> happening. And so they can never actually workshop the way they would handle those different promotional outlets. And that really creates a disconnect when customer calls in and nobody knows what they're talking about, except for the people that were running the ads or buying the, the mailers or whatever it was. And so, yes, we do need to be cognizant of where lifetime value is headed in a customer. And it's this adaptable age group that that are going to quickly adopt to a lot of the online mediums, but we also need to make sure that we have that skill set in place to speak to people how, where, and when they want to speak. It's good. Yeah, it's real good. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, and you know what? I want to go back to to Josh, and I want to I want to talk about a dynamic I don't think that we've ever talked about when it comes to you brought up a few minutes ago. Uh, you know, working a deal through a Zoom call, and um, you know that's definitely something that dealers have stepped into, and. Um, I think the best example that I've seen are, are a couple of dealers that um, that couldn't have walk-in traffic uh, earlier on in the pandemic, and they were forced to do some things differently. And what they did, Josh, was they had the entire uh, team, on, not the team of salespeople, but the entire team it takes to facilitate a deal from start to finish. So, for example, you had the salesperson. Um, you also had uh, someone that was in a – you actually had two salespeople, one that was on the call – uh, walking through things with a customer, another that, that was actually doing a live walk around uh, that they cut to or zoom to. And then you had the finance manager, the sales manager, so that the, the person could go th all the way through the process. And although that's the ultimate example, I think, of how you could walk an entire deal through online, um, the interesting part to me that I don't think we've ever talked about, and Dave, you weigh in on this as well, is that this may be the first time ever that a consumer has everything recorded mm -hmm. through the transaction. Because you think about these Zoom calls, even though it's a private Zoom call with your client, I mean, these can be recorded if, you know, uh, either if, if they're not recording it on their end with their computer, they can certainly record it, you know, by cell phone camera, whatever the case may be. But the point is that, um, to me, that speaks to, uh, you know, I would leverage that as how integral the dealership is yeah. and transparent because it's public at that point. Would you uh, maybe speak to that, Josh? Well, yeah, I mean, it definitely changes everything. Everything is, is being recorded. So 
you know, there's never the uh, the conversation of, well, you said this because it's all recorded. We can go back and listen to it if we need to. And so you lose all that and you, you put the lights on for transparency. Um, really, F&I getting involved in this um, because that's been one of those, you know, uh, positions that, you know, we, we've all talked about. Is it something that's going to go away? Is the sales manager going to do a lot of different things? But it, it allows them to be in a different um you know, set and, and be able to create that because it's always the consumer has to bounce around, which is what most consumers don't want to do is bounce around from, okay, I talked to the salesperson now. Um, now somebody's going to call me back to do the walk around or they're just going to record a video and the sales manager is going to call me and then hopefully the F&I manager is going to call me. Now everything's kind of streamlined. And so everybody's on the same page and they build it up and it makes it an easier, fun transaction. Um, for the consumer. And I think that's, that's when you're looking at building long-term relationships and long-term buying cycles for consumers, making it easy, making it more transparent and making it a better experience uh, is what's going to bring that customer back the next time. And the biggest thing that I hope that doesn't happen is that we don't look at this as like, this was our short-term thing, that this is going to go away. Like consumers are going to expect this from now on. Uh, it's only going to have to get better and so don't think that this is just going to be one of those things that after COVID's over, um, that we're just going to go back to normal life. Like consumers are going to continue to expect this and we have to continually get better at it and, and streamline it as fast as possible. It's good. Yeah. I think it was just the catalyst that we needed as an industry to get us to where we knew we were eventually going, but yeah. it, it not yeah. only pushed us there, but also gave us permission to go there in a lot bigger way. So thank you so yep. much. I think we're, we're pretty much out of time, right, Dave? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I want to, I, I'll give you guys each 30 seconds to ask this question. We just cha obviously changed our, uh, our time to 30 minutes to, to stay on that track. Give each of you guys 30 seconds. I want to ask this question, Mike, we'll go to you first, Michael. What's the best tip? I mean, the, the thing that comes to, the mind first that you can give a dealer listening right now that's trying to move these leads into sales turn their internet leads into sales what's the best tip and josh i'm gonna go to you for the closing uh, on that as well after michael this might sound a little bit crazy but just go with me for for the next 20 seconds um i think it's all about attunement you need to attune yourself with the customer it's all about their experience and, and I think we need to focus on that. And, and here's a real quick thing anybody can do right now to determine how adaptable they might be to attune themselves to the customer. The first thing I want you to do, you ready? You can do this with me, uh, beloved hosts. You can do this with me. So the first thing I want you to do is identify for me your dominant hand. Maybe you're right-handed or left-handed. So just raise your, your dominant hand. The next thing I want you to do is snap quickly five times. One, two, three, four, five. Now with your index finger in the middle of your forehead, I want you to, to, to draw the letter E, capital E. Ready, go. Now, now let me ask you something for you and for those that were watching at home. Did you draw your capital E so that I could read it or did you write it in the way that you would be able to read it? 
so that I, so I did it so I could read it. I did it so he could read it, but I don't know if I was really conscious of that. So this, now, now this does, obviously, David, we all know you because you pour so much value into people. So I'm not reading too much into this, but this is a simple <laughs> no, I'm pretty selfish, I guess. This is really crazy because that's a simple exercise you can do with your team to help them identify where they wow. go first. Where they go, where is your brain attuned first? If you can put yourself in the customer's shoes, we all know this, and you can identify where they're coming from, that is going to dramatically enhance your ability to work with the, we don't handle leads, we work with people. So this is gonna dramatically help you identify the starting point by which you can work with people more effectively. Josh, I don't know how you're gonna to top that. You're gonna be like, all right, everybody get your left hand in, get your left hand out, <laughs> get your pokey, left hand back in, pokey. let's do the hokey pokey. I don't know, Josh. Same question, man. What's your What's your advice? That's pretty good. Uh, my right advice My advice is for BDC directors and managers out there. You have got to get better today, or you are going to be eliminated. We have to become sales managers. Being able to desk a deal inside an internet department and a BDC to streamline this process to get away from running to the desk. You have got to get better, or our departments are going to to start to get taken away. And so get better, learn how the desk deals, learn how to um, submit deals to the banks. We have got to get better as an industry. And, and if BDC managers don't do this, um, our time is ticking. If you, if you wanna take, like I, I've changed my entire philosophy on a lot of different things and it helped take capital from a 5% closing rate to 11 and a half in about a month and a half time. If you don't do this, this is what's going to happen to you. You're going to get eliminated. So step up your game, guys, because if not, we're, you're, you're going to have some trouble uh, here soon. we got the CEO of Flex Dealer, Mr. Michael Cirillo, and then the Internet Sales Manager, Capital Chevrolet, Josh Mitchell. Guys, thank you so much for being with us, man. What an awesome, awesome panel. Thank you. Hope you guys have a wonderful close to November. Happy Thanksgiving. And uh, they celebrate Thanksgiving in, uh, in Canada, Mike? <laughs> I, I was waiting for I mean, that. You do eat, you, <laughs> ours was a month ago. But my wife's from ago, the okay. States, so we're doing it on Thursday as well. There you go. You got to eat, baby. Right, hey, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, thank guys. You. Well, man, first 30 minute show it. in the books, baby. There we go. <laughs> Auto Dealer Live lunch, light lunch coming up a week from. Yeah. It's right. It's the way we I lose f- our Thanksgiving week. I, I feel like we get, we got to visit two new sets today. We like we got our new set, and then we yeah. got to go to the Batcave. Yeah, uh, dude, that was with, cool uh, with Michael. But yeah, it was really cool. That was as cool as the other side of the pillow right there. Yep. So it got brought up yesterday on Game Changer, and I got to ask Cribs, what is the acceptable amount of time to eat leftovers after Thanksgiving? How many days is your is your cap? <clears throat> dude, you can't go over forty five days. I don't think it's a good. <laughs> <you can't. laughs> Fair enough. Cold <laughs> leftovers, cold or hot? Oh, I I like it hot. Hot, okay. I All like right. it hot. I like it All hot. Right, cool. I like it hot. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you in two weeks at our new time. We'll be putting pr- plenty of advertising out there. It'll be at noon on uh, the first Thursday in December, whatever date that is. <laughs> December third. It's on your printout. December third. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, right here. Oh yeah. Thank you.